Hey, it's the Rye Man coming to you with another Broncos Country Blitz. The Broncos defeat the Arizona Cardinals at home 24-15 to go ahead and notch their fourth win of the season. Now, obviously, the Broncos not going to the playoffs. We're already officially eliminated from playoff contention. But, you know, sometimes a win just makes everything feel a little better. And it was a solid team win today. I mean, the Broncos were down at the half 9-3. to and came back to win 24-15. And there were a lot of elements working today for the Broncos. Now, the Broncos held Russell Wilson out today. He passed the concussion protocol. I think with all the safety measures in place for the concussion protocol, I think of the Tua situation for the Dolphins earlier in the year, I'm not surprised they held him out. There were rumblings that Russell Wilson wasn't very happy he was held out. Uh, had some mixed uh, responses to being held out this week. But it was probably the right move for the Broncos, especially since they're not heading to the playoffs. You know, give him that extra week to ensure that his mind is cleared. Uh, he can refocus. So I, I like the move by the Broncos uh, to kind of stick to the overall health of our quarterback for the long term. And Brett Reppin came in today and played really well. He played really well. He had one interception into the end zone, but really, you look at the replay, you thought J.J. Watt went off sides. You thought he went off sides, and I think that's what Brett Rippon saw, so he took a free shot into the end zone. So I don't hold it against them, because on the replay, you're like, man, that, that was close. That was close. But I want to talk about the defense. Defense played solid again today. A total of three interceptions on the day. Two by Justin Simmons, and I'm going to come back to him with some more impressive stats on his day. But ended up having two interceptions by Justin, another one by PS2 to close out the game. And ended up having three sacks today total. I thought the Broncos would get more sacks than that, honestly. But they did pressure the quarterback. They got Colt McCoy knocked out of the game. Terrence McSorley had to come in and finish the game for the Cardinals. And the Broncos' defense kept him in it in the first half. Nathaniel Hackett said he challenged the team at halftime to come out and play with more fire in the second half. And as I mentioned, we were down 9-3 to and really just took it to him in the second half, took it to the Cardinals. And the elements that were working, like I mentioned, Latavius Murray, 24 carries for 130 yards and a touchdown. And Marlon Mack, return of the Mack. Five carries, 37 yards, and a touchdown, but 7.4 yards a carry. And really, I think the Broncos found something with the makeshift offensive line. They were pitching it to the outside, and Murray and Mack were just taking off, taking the most of their opportunities on the pitch to the outside. And really, I know it's a different team right now with all the players on injured reserve and everything than it was at the starting of the year, but... You look at this, and what if we would have been pitching outside with Jamal Williams a little more often when it was Williams and Gordon as the one-two punch? And obviously, you, like I said, you can't really compare to the starting of the season. The team's completely different right now. But I think we found something for the rest of this season in the future that seems to really work for the Bronco backs. And you have to wonder, you have to wonder, is Latavius Murray coming back next year? Marlon Mack, both of them? Because they have both really shown up for the Denver Broncos. And they've come into a difficult situation with Javante Williams being out and then obviously having to get rid of Melvin Gordon after his fumbleitis issues 
all season long. And let's go back to Brett Rippon. 21 and 26 for 197 and a touchdown. I already kind of mentioned the pick. He was efficient. He played within the system. He got the ball out quick when he was able to, and he was under a lot of duress in the first half. J.J. Watt with three sacks, I believe, and he had the forced fumble as well on Brett Rippon. And, you know, despite all of that, Brett Rippon just stuck to his game, stuck within the system, and had a really, really good game. And also, as I mentioned, the Broncos down at halftime, coming back, securing the win. Once again, Brandon McManus misses an easy chip shot field goal again today, a 38-yarder, and you just shook your head, and you thought it was the same demons coming up back from earlier games this year, where, oh my gosh, we're missing easy field goals. Here it goes. Here comes the floodgates. That did not happen today. But again, I don't know with Brandon McManus if he'll be back next year or not. Just not a great season. Has missed some easy kicks, I would think, for Brandon McManus. And and let's be honest, it was nice to see Matt Prater on the other sideline with the Arizona Cardinals. And he was a great kicker for the Broncos. Obviously, he had some personal issues why the Broncos moved on from him. But man, is he still a solid kicker in the NFL. And you kind of looked at that today and went, oh, man, you know, yeah. Matt Prater is still a notch above Brandon McManus at this point. You'd have to say that. Now, we'll see what happens. Maybe it's just an off year for McManus, but but disappointing that he misses that kick. But despite that, the Broncos still found a way to come back in the second half and get the win. And like I mentioned, a big part of it was the run game was working, play action was working. The other big thing, Jerry Judy, seven catches for 76 yards. And what I keep seeing about Judy ever since he kind of got upset last weekend, and really there were certain pieces before that, Jerry Judy has kind of been building up and, and using his frustration as a positive, and I really think part of it as well is the Broncos are lining him up a little differently. You know, he's been the outlet receiver a few times. You know, they've given him a few more slants over the middle. They've given him a few more outs. They've mixed up his routes a little more, and it's been hugely beneficial. And the way Brett Rippon was able to utilize him today, you have to think it's just going to benefit Russell Wilson that much more when he comes back next week against the Rams. And so it was nice to see Jerry Judy have another really good game today. And really, it was, like you mentioned, the team effort, a lot of different pieces involved. Eric Tomlinson had a good game at tight end today. We got Brandon Johnson involved today with all the injuries out there at the wide receiver position. We got Greg Dulcich involved again. And only had a catch. Got several looks. And we even had Eric Saubert involved. Brady Swain, who we, who we haven't had around for very long, involved. So a lot of different elements on the receiving side of things for the Broncos. And the other thing I wanted to make sure to touch base on as well is Justin Simmons. Now, I think most Bronco fans really like him, you know, know how solid he is at the safety position, and some special things for him today. He is the first Bronco since Champ Bailey to notch multi-interception games in one season, and he's the only NFL player to have at least four interceptions in each of the last four seasons. That's pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive, and 
I don't know if you all heard his post-game comments. I mean, obviously these players talked to a lot of different people post-game. I'm trying to remember which one it was. But they talked to him about the fire the team showed today. And he mentioned, well, this is our job. We've all been dreaming of doing this since we were young, and we're going to continue to bring the heat all the way through the end of the year. And he even mentioned it again, and you can tell it still grinds at him for this season. He goes, think of how many one possession or one score losses we've had this season. And, and he, of course, he was alluding to the season could have looked much different if one or two plays in each game might have gone a different direction. You know, unfortunately, hindsight's twenty twenty, But I kind of like his comments from the place he's a captain and the Bronco players still seem bought in to hack it post-game and everything. You know, maybe the team actually buys into a little bit of that. Like, we were literally only a few plays away in most games this year from having a completely different record. And the reason I bring this up, there were the NFL owners meetings that came up. And there was an interesting article that came out by Adam Scheffner that basically the NFL commissioner and the NFL you know, as a whole basically went back to the NFL ownerships, the, the team ownerships, and stressed giving more patience to coaches because there's been a projected $80 million worth of dumped money, so to speak, on coaches that are no longer a head coach anyways in the NFL any longer, have been, have been released from their duties, have gone back to college, have taken other assistant positions in the NFL. And I'm not saying that Nathaniel Hackett's going to be back next year, but you have to wonder how much of that was directed at the Broncos after all the coaching changes over the last few years. And you have to wonder if there was any pressure from that meeting that Hackett's going to get another chance with a strong performance here down the stretch. Don't know. I don't think most of Broncos country is on board with that. But the NFL ownership bringing that up, uh, or the NFL commissioner and the group bringing it up to the NFL owners, you have to wonder. The Broncos ownership group is brand new. You wonder how much they listened to that and, and took that to heart. And maybe they already have their decision on Nathaniel Hackett made. But because of Adam Scheffner's article about that meeting, you have to wonder if the door's still open for Nathaniel Hackett. I don't think so still at this point. But you have to admit, the Broncos heated up in the second half against the Chiefs. I still say if Russell Wilson hadn't gotten hurt, we would have won that game. And then against the Cardinals, down at halftime, come back and win 24-15. Now, okay, the Cardinals are not the Chiefs, obviously, but they have a lot of good pieces on their team. Colt McCoy has shown to be efficient. Obviously, he got knocked out of the game eventually, but he's shown to be a very efficient backup that can notch a win here and there. And there are no easy Ws in the NFL, as they like to say. So you look at that, two strong second-half performances, adjustments at halftime are getting better. I don't know. The Broncos, if they let's say they win next week against the Rams, does that open the door? I, time will tell. Time will tell. But just thought you would all find that interesting that that was mentioned today. There are some signs of hope finally in Broncos country. You know, far too little too late for this season, but we are seeing some changes overall in terms of the response, especially the second half adjustments. I mean, how bad was that the first half of the season? I mean, that was something I kept going back to. Or we had no second half adjustments. We were out coaching the second half. 
In the last couple of weeks, that has turned around. There has been a switch that has been flipped, and we have figured out how to get those second-half adjustments and, and the extra level from the players. Let's see if it continues the rest of the season. I, I would I would love it as a early Christmas gift, I guess as you could say, to, with today's game, a late holiday gift, if the Broncos can kind of go on a little run to, to at least make the fan base feel a little more positive going into this offseason and into next year. But very nice to see so many players step up for the Broncos. Nice to see Brett Rippon have a good game. And Brett Rippon, anyone that's been a Bronco fan long enough, Gary Kubiak was always such an efficient backup. You knew you could count on him for a win here and there. I mean, to me, Brett Rippon's the second coming of the Gary Kubiak for the Broncos at backup quarterback. I hope the Broncos see that. I hope the new ownership group sees that. I hope George Payton sees that. And we keep him as a long-term backup in Denver because he seems to really fit the mold of that reliable backup quarterback time will tell but but i think he's he's had a couple really good clinching wins for us now coming in in the backup role that i think the broncos need to look at him for that long term obviously we're gonna have a ton of needs elsewhere after this season but i think he's made his case anyways for the broncos and again today josie jewel alex singleton on defense Remember when the season started and we talked about having this hole and inside linebacker? It just doesn't seem like it now. It just doesn't seem like it now. It seems like they're the answers right there, at least for right now. And I, I would think going into next season and, and possibly thereafter. And Damari Mathis, I mean, when he came in to play cornerback, you know, he... He took his licks. He got lit up a few times. But he is really coming into his own. And you got to think, him being pressed into play is just going to benefit us down the line the rest of this season and going into next year. So in a season like this, when you get a win, you have to enjoy the win, and you still have to find the positives to finish out the season and go into the following year. And those are some of the ones that I took from this game and kind of seeing positivity in terms of the team evolving in certain spots and let's hope we can keep it going but you know it felt good to get a win today it felt good to get excited in the second half and really have the broncos bring home a dominant performance in the second half to bring it home 24 to 15 plus that again the the broncos again score over 20 points after not being able to get over 12 for so many weeks over 20 for the last two weeks so so that's a good feeling as well uh, to, to have some big chunk yards, some big plays, and, and big scoring on offense as well. So once again, the Broncos beat the Arizona Cardinals 24-15 to at mile high to move to 4-10 and on the season. Next week on Christmas Day, we play the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. We'll see if we can keep the momentum going. And until next time, this is the Ryman with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos country and on Twitter at DDCR underscore BCB.